You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. For those of you guys who are joining us online, thank you so much for being with us. We're so excited. Uh, participate with us tonight. Uh, get out a paper and write down five things you're believing God for. And then we'll be praying over you guys as well. Amen. So tonight, we've talked about this many times in the past. And this is something where you guys say, oh, I've heard a sermon before, Stephen. Or uh, I, I, it's interesting because some people I've heard, uh, I preach a certain sermon about whatever it may be. And they go, oh my gosh. Like, that totally makes sense. I'm like, wait, bro, you've been in my, this is my service for the last, like, year. I've preached, I think, at least four times, and now I just click. <laughs> and it's interesting, though, because, and here's the interesting part of that, because we may not need that word at that very present moment. Does that make sense? We may not be into that. Our circumstance may not call for that at the present moment. So, hey, you know what? If this stuff you've heard before, a good reminder. Make sense? So the question we have that we ask ourselves is, Okay, we've written down new resolutions. How many of us here have written down new resolutions and just nothing ever comes past with it, right? Every year. And I was telling this earlier too, that new resolutions is fantastic, but that requires you doing the work. And what we're doing tonight here, the five things you believe for, requires God to do the work. And it's you and God combining together to make a miracle happen. And so we are going to do this tonight. So here's the power of agreement. We talked about this in the past. But why write it down? And why have someone pray over this? Can I just pray for myself? God, I'm believing for this happen this year. Like, that's, can I just do it on my own? Sure, you should. You should definitely do that on your own. But the Bible says this in Mark 3.25. says that if a house is divided amongst itself, how can that house stand? And so what's interesting is that whenever we come before God and we say, okay, God, I'm believing that I'm going to get this promotion. I believe I'm going to get this job. I believe I'm going to get this relationship. I believe this is going to happen for me. But then yet somewhere in the back of your mind, you're like, no, you're not. It's not going to happen. And what ends up happening is you become, the Bible calls a double-minded person. And you become a person who's like, yes, no, yes, no. Right? Who is a kitty parent? You're hot, then you're cold. Who that's a kitty parent? <laughs> right? You know, so that, the mindset that we have is like, I'm believing God's going to have this is going to happen. Uh, but I don't know what's going to happen. And what's happening is we become double-minded. And guess what the Bible says? A double-minded man receives nothing from God. Mm. Receives nothing from God. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine. His favorite word is the word certainty. And the aspect of certainty is not the aspect of, because I said, oh, you, got, you know, we're selling hope. Or da, da, da. Was, no, no, no. Hope is hope. But you need certainty. And that's what faith is. Faith is certainty. I am certain this is going to happen. Does that make sense? And so, when you come in agreement with someone else, can you pray for me on these things I'm believing for? Or, maybe not on the morning of these things, but can you pray for me, Eugene, on this situation? And we say, yes, let me pray for you. And you guys pray together. The Bible calls that a power of agreement, the power of prayer. Matthew 18, 19, and 20, it says again, Truly I tell you, that if two 
of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where there are two or three guns in my name, there I am with them. That if two of you on earth agree about anything, you know what the word anything there means? It means anything. <laughs> it doesn't mean just for your health, just for your finances, just for, it means anything. Anything you're believing God for. And that's a challenge I see a lot of people is that they don't believe in the anything, they just believe in the something. Say, I believe God will help you in this aspect, but I don't want to bother him with this aspect. But the Bible says that he loves every little detail of us. You know, the psalm says he knows every bit of hair. Can you imagine the God of the universe, the, the ultimate almighty, the alpha, the omega, he knows the amount of every little hair on your head, as it says in the Psalms. He cares that much for you and I. And so for us to, to think like, I don't want to bother him or pray about this because it doesn't really matter. No, pray for every little thing. You know what's fascinating? A uh, mentor of mine back in Bible college said to me, Stephen, if I told you with pure confidence that the next prayer you pray, the very next prayer you pray, everything you ask for God will do. How quick or how slow or how long your prayer be? It'll be long. You'd be asking for everything. Yeah. Wait, wait, I haven't said anything yet, God. I have this. Not Right? How long would your prayer be? How much would you come with expectations and say, okay, amen? <laughs> you'd be out of spit, you'll be, you know, whatever else. <laughs> and what's happening is you begin to say, well, if everything's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Then something totally transforms your mindset when it comes to your approach to God. Well, here's the thing the Bible doesn't lie. So if the Bible doesn't lie, he's saying, Anything you ask for in agreement with each other will be done. James 5, 14 and 15. Any, are any of you sick? You should call upon the elders of the church that they may come and pray over you. Anoint you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick and the Lord will make them well. It's talking about the ask of praying upon. Well, wait, if I'm sick, I ask, go, God, heal me. Will God not hear me, hear me if, if I don't? No, no, no. Here's the thing, here's the funny part, ready for this? In life, whether you're in business or just in general, in life, every single one of our goals that we ever want to achieve needs another person. Think about that. There's not a single aspect of your life that's goal-oriented or anything that does require another person. Well, I don't need anybody, you sure? I, I challenged one person in the past, I was like, are you sure? Okay, fine. I'm going to call you out next time you need somebody. Alright, we'll, we'll. and then later on, they're about to eat. I'm like, wait, wait, time out. You don't need anybody. What do you, I, I'm going to eat. Like, wait, someone kill an animal? Someone make sure it's clean? Someone shift it over here? Someone cook that food? That server brought it to you? You need a whole bunch of people for you to eat that one dish. And they were dumbfounded. And I was like, you've been tied right now. Just joking. Anyway, <laughs> but does that make sense? And the same thing when it comes to business. Right? If you, if you say, I'm a, I'm a business owner, and I have this product, I don't need nobody. Well, you need people to buy your product for you to make money. 
let's just put it that way. If you're, an, if you're like, oh, I'm a, I don't sell product, I'm an investor. Well, you need to invest with other people. So that's really why I say that the biggest skill you can learn in life is people skills. If you can learn people skills, you learn, you master life overall. So if you want to master life, master people. And how your interpersonal relationship is, and all that other jazz. But in that same way, understand this, that Jesus understood this, is that we all need each other. We all need, each, well, you know, oh, we all need somebody. Right, that's right. <laughs> Jesus would send the disciples two by two. He never sent them out one by one. Jesus himself had his disciples with him whenever he prayed to the mountaintop. It's supposed to be prayers would be a very private thing. But he said, hey, will you come up and meet me and pray? Even the lone ranger had what? <laughs> right, little dog. So even the lone ranger was not that lone. <laughs> but my friends, every single one of your desires of life requires another person. John 14, 13, and 14. And whatever you ask for in my name, I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask for anything in my name, I will do it. You know, this This is a verse here. Recently, in two years ago, I was in a, in a situation where I was locked. And um, <laughs> this is a verse I literally, you know, if anyone's watching Ventura County, I'm sorry. But I really, I, I, I tap this in the wall. <laughs> this verse right here. <laughs> and whenever you ask for my name, I will do it with the Father, the Lord, and the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And, but here's, here's where I was at. Okay, now just in case you guys all wonder, what the hell did he do? Right, why is he in jail? This was, I was charged with something when I was 16 years old. It was like a juvenile case. So because it was a juvenile case when I was 16 years old, you know, a regular adult jail, you can just bail out and, you know, get out free. Not free, but bail out. Pay for it. But they wouldn't let me because it was a juvenile case. So because it was a juvenile case, sorry, it was a juvenile case, so we can't be bailing you to stay in there. So I was there for eight months. It was tragic. And so I remember looking at that verse of the wall and just looking at that. Saying, whatever you ask in my name, I will do the Father. And I would just yell that in myself. Literally. I'm like, if this is the truth, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> but I was like frustrated. And I was just like, this needs to happen. If you, are you a liar? Are you a liar? Like, I would seriously have so much tantrums with God. And I'm, I'm going, and people outside are like, oh, drug killer. Oh. You know, they'll see me like yelling at the wall. I'm like, no, 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 I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. Anyways, so, my friends, here's the biggest kicker for me. And we'll, we'll, then we'll pray. I, want, I really want to spend more time praying than, than speaking. But here's the biggest kicker, is James 4.2. This right here, I, I pray, will kick you in the stomach. Yet you do not have, because why? You do not have. So, I don't want to kick you in the stomach. I'm sorry, that was, that was bad pastoring there. Sorry, but I, I hope it really gets to you. That this verse right here, you do not have, because you do not have. So what are you doing? Why are you skipping your prayers? Why are you not asking? But Stephen, what if it doesn't happen? What if it does happen? It doesn't cost extra for you to pray. It doesn't take any more energy. Did you know that worrying, when you worry, 
It is actually a prayer of faith to the opposite side of God. Think about that. When you worry, you are almost expecting the negative. But when you have faith and you pray, you're putting faith in the positive. And what's funny is that every one of us worries. Well, I'm just worried that this is going to happen. I'm worried that this is going to happen. They're living a life on constant worry. When you have faith in God, faith and worry cannot live together. And you know, there's a saying that says that 99, I think it's like 95 or 96%, 96% of things we worry about never actually happen. Right. So why even worry? So when something pops up, transform that worry to God, I give it to you. God, take this right now. God, I trust you. I'm believing and I'm asking. So I want and I'm going to have because I'm asking. And when you begin to put that into practice, and it's like, you know what? Yes, this year, 2022, I'm going to pray a lot more. I'm going to come to God every single... And I was talking to some people on Thursday night for a prayer meeting. Find a spot in your car, in your house, in your shower, whatever it is. Don't interrupt your day. Just have your day to day, everything regular, but in corporate prayer. In corporate prayer. So find a thing that you regularly do every single morning. If every day you run on the streets, I need to run. <laughs> but every day if you run, say, you know, I'm going to incorporate prayer if I run. If every day you're working out, I'm going to incorporate saying a prayer when I'm working out. If every day you're driving, I'm going to pray. Less, you know, yeah, road rage, but um, yeah, you know, <laughs> you're like, God, smite him! Smite him right now! I have them because I asked them, I'm asking! You know? So, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> hallelujah. So, in corporate prayer in your life, anywhere and everywhere, and I trust my friends, watch God do something crazy amazing in your life. Watch God do something crazy drastic in your life. There's a verse here that I really love, and I want to pray this prayer, this, this verse over you. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give it to you guys as a, a late Christmas gift. I'll make you guys some magnets or something. Do you guys prefer a magnet with this verse or a mug with this verse? Magnet. 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 How about a magnetic mug? <laughs> I'm down. I like it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You know, I'm going to give you guys a small little thing right now. When it says, how do you do a Bible study? When you're saying, how can I spend time with God? You get a verse like this. And you say, okay. Really meditate every single word. Think about it. I. That's personal. That's not them. That's me. I can do all things. Some things, not all things. I remember my old Bible. I freaking underline the crap out of that thing. I can do all things. Not my own strength, but through. Through means it is a conjunction relationship to another person. Through Christ. And what does Christ do? He doesn't condemn me. He doesn't hate me. He doesn't judge me. 
who strengthens me. When I, when I think about that, just even now I get the chills, it's like my personal life can do everything and anything and all things through the relationship I have with Christ who doesn't judge me, doesn't hate me, but because of all he does is strengthens me. Makes me want to cry. When you think about that verse, I want us to start looking at Bible verses this way and really diving into it. Wow. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. But here's the thing. It comes down to, first off, it's your personal, I can. What can you do? And so that's why we're not writing down five things we're going to do this year as resolutions. We're, doing, we're writing five things we're believing for. That you are saying, God, it is through your strength, through your power, that this is going to happen. So, I'm going to give us another, like, 30 seconds. If you want to add a few more things on your list, but keep that verse up there, please. I can do all things through Christ. And what we're going to do is we're going to have, I'm going to have Angela come up here, and we're going to pray over your papers. And as we're praying over people, over, over, over the, these, these five things we're believing for, I want you to, in your own, in, in your own, in your own voice, in your own heart, say this prayer in your own self, and just, just pray to God and say, God, I'm believing for, I'm believing for this. And I want you to already start thanking God as if it's already happened. That's the biggest thing. You know, the word hallelujah means thank you, God, for what you've done. And the word hosanna means thank you, God, for what you're about to do. Hallelujah, David, the people of Israel would jump and shout for things he's done. Hosanna was the thing that they yelled out when Jesus was coming in and they were doing the palm trees. So Hosanna is thank you, God, for what you're about to do. Hallelujah is thank you, God, for what you've already done. So if all you can do is just say Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. And just in your own hearts, in your own heart, and just say thank you. I'm prophesying over myself that this is done. I'm prophesying over myself that this will be accomplished in the name of Jesus. So go ahead and add more things on paper there if you need to. And again, you're not turning this in. It's like homework, you know. This is just between you and God. I'm not actually going to show this to nobody. Just hold on to it. Take a picture of it in case you lose it. <laughs> but I want you to pray over it on a regular basis. If you can just raise your papers up to heaven right now and just add your prayer. Father God, we are believing not the power of this paper, but God, we're believing in you that by faith in the name of Jesus, every one of these items will be accomplished, will be done, and God, that we are declaring that it will be because of your power and strength upon us. So Lord, one year from today, may we praise you like never before, because every one of these has come to pass. So God, we declare right now in the name of Jesus that it is finished, it is done, and we thank you, we praise you in advance.
and we shout out Hosanna. Thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.